Hey everybody, welcome back to episode two. Wow. That was loud. Yeah. That was a great so. welcome back to episode two. My we, ears are excited. We have some new recording equipment, so it should sound better than the last time, even though I'm sick. I'm going for that that Phoebe, you know, smelly cat fame that she hit in that episode of Friends. That's kind of my goal here with this. So I think that reference is still valid. That's good. Yeah. That's I good. think it is still valid. Yeah, it was five on Netflix. Year, five years from Oh yeah, and all the and all the kids are watching it on Netflix. Now. Right, so they now know. Yeah. Um, but anyways. So I, you are? I am Dan. Yay. I'm instructional tech coach here at Coloma Community Schools, and I'm with? Ben. Uh, I'm the director of technology for Coloma Community Schools. There we go. So we are now introduced. Now, can you tell me what's going on? What's going on? What, what's up? Any uh, big news you want to share with people? Uh, any big news? Um, we successfully... Um, uh, accepted a bid for uh, our video surveillance project. So that's really cool. Um, uh, Moss Communications, oh, sorry, just Moss, um, out of uh, Grand Rapids. They recently just changed their name, shortened it. Um, they'll be doing the work for us. Um, that's a big deal because we don't have any of the, I don't want to say we don't have any of the infrastructure, but yeah. you know we've got the switches and the boxes and things that devices need to plug into, but we don't have any of the cabling in place. And so they're going to be doing a lot of that dirty work of getting up and running cabling um, above the ceilings uh, okay. all summer long. And then uh, we're going to be doing uh, um, the cameras. And yeah. So and we go. talked about that in the last episode, so that's really cool. Yep. As for me, I'm just excited. Next week is uh, McCall, so we'll be taking a team over to Detroit, and yes. we'll get to go do that, and we're going to come back with so much information to share, to help, to just new ideas, refresh, and we're going to bring swag, it all to you. Too. Yeah, We're going to come back with swag. All, swag. The, all the buttons and stickers and yeah. um, free pens and USB drives you can handle. Yeah. Do they still use USB drives? People still give those out. I got a, I got a few in the uh, um, in the the RFPs, the bids that I received. They had the full thing on a uh, USB drive. So there you oh, go. I figured, you know, with everything now, maybe send a Google Drive link. I don't know, like whatever. Like that's where we would be. Anyways, so this episode's a little bit different. So mm -hmm. I went out and I interviewed some of our kids. We sent out a survey to them and asked them for some feedback about technology in our school. So. This episode, we're going to see the kids. Um, we're going to listen to the kids. We're not going to see them. It's a podcast. You don't see podcasts. But we're going to listen to our students um, with their thoughts on technology. And we asked them three simple questions. What do you like about tech in our school? Mm -hmm. What is hard about the technology in our school? Yep. And what do you want to do with the technology in our school? So right. we have two students from the junior high, two students from the high school. And we're going to cut into those interviews. Now. All right, I am live in the field with a student at Coloma High School, and I'm with... Megan, I'm a junior here at Coloma High School. All right, so when we talk about technology at our school, how do you like it? I really do like the technology at the school. I feel that the teachers and students are able to communicate better when they aren't face-to-face -face and when you're absent. And I also feel that it saves paper and time instead of having to write out all of our responses. So it makes life a little bit easier, which is great. What is difficult about our technology at our school? I think that when the websites are blocked that aren't blocked for teachers but are blocked for students is hard, especially in science. It can happen a lot because of the certain words that can get censored. And that can also happen with online classes, too. I feel that some things that we need are blocked. 
Yeah. So, yeah, we we do that to keep kids safe, but I understand that it's also a difficulty thing. What's one thing you would really want to see done with the technology here at school? I would love to do more hands-on things with technology. I think that the Spiros that we do in math are really fun, and I think we'd be able to get more out of the classroom and do more things outside and be more productive with that. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time. Have a wonderful day. I'm here in Coloma High School, and I have one of our awesome students with me. Please introduce yourself. I'm Chelsea, and I'm in ninth grade. All right, awesome. So, Chelsea, how do you feel about technology in our school? Uh, I like it. It's nice that we have it, and the Chromebooks are nice to have on hand. What are some of the challenges to using our technology here at school? Uh, the fact that like half of the people hardly know how to use it, and a lot of things are blocked down there. Yeah, so more training and more open internet is what you would like, right? Yeah. Awesome. So would you mind telling me kind of what would you love to do with technology in our school? Uh, well, a few people and I were planning on setting up an esports league with the school, which people that don't know what it is, it's games like Overwatch, uh, CSGO, and like uh, Fortnite even, where you team with some people and then you group up and fight other schools so it's like um it's it's just like our say basketball team or football team you go and you compete against other schools um but you're doing it over computers yeah it's that for nerds <laughs> okay so that's awesome that's an incredible incredible thing and and like you guys would practice your collaboration your communication and all those things that we want from you as teachers right yeah Awesome. Well, Chelsea, thank you for your time. Is there anything else you'd like to add? No. All right. Now I'm in Coloma Junior High with another one of our amazing Coloma Comet students. And who do I have with me today? I'm Davey, and I'm in seventh grade. All right. Davey, our seventh grader. So, Davey, what do you like about our tech here at school? I like doing things more on computers than I do on paper because it's more like I can do it anywhere and just in one spot in a class. Awesome. That's a really good thing. What are some difficulties or what's hard about using our tech in school? Well, sometimes the websites don't work or they will freeze up. Yeah, that's, that could be very frustrating, especially if you're in that workflow and you're kind of going along with, with everything there. So what's one thing you would love to do more of on the computer? I really love doing coding on our computers. All right. Thank you, Davey. Have a wonderful rest of your day. In another interview today, I'm back in Coloma Junior High, and I have a Coloma Junior High student with us. Who are you? Noah, and I'm in sixth grade. Awesome. Thanks, Noah. So what do you really like about our technology here at school? Um, I like to play games on it, and um, at home we can play. All right, so games are fun. Um, what is hard about our technology here at school? Most websites are blocked, and it's hard to teach parents about it. All right, yeah, so so we do block websites, and again, that's to keep our kids safe. Um, but also on the flip side, it is hard to explain the tech to our parents sometimes. I, I totally understand that. Finally, if you could do, like, one big thing with technology or you have one goal for technology use in our schools, what would that be? Make tech greener and better for the environment and design and 
um, code games. All right, so designing and coding games, that would be a really cool thing. So I want to thank you, Noah, for your time today. Have a wonderful rest of your day. So okay. now we're back. Yay. And so gave the opportunity. We had four interviews. We heard from Megan, Chelsea, Davey, and Noah. And what was the big takeaway for you, Matt? Um, the big <laughs> well, uh, it was pretty clear the big takeaway is they don't like the filters. The filters, um, yeah. They don't like the filters. They don't like the filtering. They don't like they don't like being limited. Right, yeah. and 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 there's plenty of reasons why, like the one girl talk that wanting to do the uh, um, the the esports yep. club, like obviously, yeah, that's a huge hindrance to creating something like that. Um, well, especially even on the devices that they have, because um, even if we were a little more open with the filters, the Chromebooks still are are, are limited in yeah, some regard. You can't install the games. Yeah, on the Chromebooks. Um, but. However, um, I, I mean, the the positive side of that, the other side of that is, um, right, not just saying, oh, yeah, well, they want to get to these sites that they probably shouldn't be getting to. Um, the, the, the other side of that is, okay, well, what are these sites you want to get to? Um, and so one of the things I've been doing and one of the things that I have that has been a benefit uh, to me with my educational background, being a teacher previously, um, is when I see these emails come in, these help desk tickets come in, can you unblock this site? Can you unblock this site? Can you unblock this site? Um, I mean, first of all, I've got you and that's very helpful. Like, and, you know, it's like, hey, what are, you, are they using this in the classroom, Dan? Right, and, right. You, and you immediately are like, yeah, yeah, that's this is what they're doing it for. Yeah. But I, I see websites that I see and I'm like, oh, I, I, if I were still in the classroom, I would love to use. We were looking yeah. at one today, um, the Stop Disasters Simulation. Yep, yep, from the United Nations. Yeah, and it was really cool. It was really awesome, really deep uh, uh, simulation that, mm-hmm. that has you prep for natural disasters. And that that's, yeah, unblock. Bing! Yep. You know, whereas... Um, in 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 many environments, quite often, um, you know, it's it, okay. Well, here's a link. It's blocked. Well, it's blocked for a reason. Why? Let's go find out. And and so it's from that that the stance of this must have been blocked for a reason. So let's go ahead and make sure we understand why, so that way we can keep it blocked yeah. or be very careful about it, as opposed to. This is ob- this the site yeah. is obviously safe, yeah. and it's going to be productive for the staff and students. Yep. So yeah, again, filtering is done that way, and and I think they speak to a lot of what uh, some of the work that I've been working on, just in sharing out this idea of engagement when it comes to that that voice and choice and that mm-hmm. you know freedom that that the ability to kind of go and do what they want to do, follow their passions. And I talk about Kim Kabatsky's class with her 20% time genius hour projects. And, you know, it's fantastic to see the work that these kids are doing with that. And I just think that, you know, it comes in many different forms from websites they want to visit to, you know, projects they want to do in class. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have websites that you, that are blocked for the kids, first of all, if you have a website you want to use with the students, check with them in advance you know to have a kid pull it up like a day or two before you're going to use it um so it's not an emergency the day of um because we can't always guarantee we can address (laughs) it that day um um, but then go ahead and send it to us. Put it in a help desk ticket, and yep. Dan and I can both take care of that. Um, and because uh, we we would love to see that. Are there yep. still going to be large swaths of the internet that are going to be blocked? Yes. You bet. Because there are some stuff, even some education friendly stuff, that's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but the stuff that's all around it. 
advertisements or where it right. particularly happens yep. to be on the internet is just not a place like Tumblr. That's never getting unblocked. You and know? sometimes it's topic too. <laughs> like if you know, it's a former government teacher here, and you know, you ask the kids to do some research about the Second Amendment. A lot of times that gets blocked. Mm-hmm, it has mm-hmm. to do with firearms, and you know, it's trying to find those sites that are school appropriate yet still get that content across. And we're here to help. So if you have them, let us know. Do it. All right. Cool. There was a stump us question. Yeah. So last time Sharon asked us how many PBA titles has Norm Duke won in his career? Yes. And, and I, I I was at a loss because I I don't know who Norm Duke is. Yeah. Unfortunately, but I guess what, 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 seven, eight. You said eight. Eight. Eight PBA titles. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So looking up his Wikipedia page, he has won. 40 PBA tour titles. Holy crap! Five PBA 50 titles. Whoa. And has bowled 71 300 games. 71 300 games. Which is incredible. Which. yeah, which is incredible. I, 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 I kind of, I kind of had a feeling that anyone bowling at a at a professional level had probably had a number of three hundred games, but I, I probably would have thought it would probably would have been like maybe a dozen or two. But seventy one, that's, that's impressive. That is okay. So. so wow, totally, totally stumped. Yeah, definitely. Wah, wah. <laughs> Got that one wrong. <laughs> so okay, do we do I do I get another shot? Do I get a new question? Yeah, yeah, you do have a new question. So this one comes from Pete Olson. He sent this one here, and it says that it's knowledge that he knew before Google existed. Oh, that. So that's tough. Pete's been around the block, so so that's a lot. Yeah. So what was the world's first licensed commercial radio station? And you need to include the station ID call letters, the frequency band. And oh, come, number. Come on, okay, Pete. This is that. Come on, man. Like the, the first question was hard enough. Yeah. Like yeah. the frequency man and everything. Okay. So. Uh, ooh, this is tough. Okay. Um. Oh. Where was where was uh, radio? In Mark Marconi invented. Yeah. Radio, if you watch right? Storybots, Marconi. Marconi. Um, Marconi. Um, but I want to say it was. I want to say it was in New York City. That's uh, probably a great geographic guess, yeah. Yeah. So I want to say WNYC. WNYC. But I'm only saying that just because that's like, that is like one of the largest national public radio stations yep. in the country. And the more I think about it, national public radio has not been a thing for very, like, what? Like, it's only been a thing since the 60s. Yeah. So I'm going to say. Uh, it's not obviously not WRKR um, <laughs> out of Kazu. Um, oh, there's that other station in Kalamazoo. Um, Six fifty. It's on an AM band. Yeah. What is it? Uh, not uh, not uh, a clue. I'm, uh, I'm uh, podcast guy. Like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm I want to I'm gonna say it's a station out of New York and it's probably got some weird call numbers. Probably not even a W in front of it. It's probably just something. Like K and an and an R 
<laughs> Maybe a T. I don't know, but it's probably an AM band. Yeah, no, definitely. Cause and it's probably, I'm guessing, like maybe 800. FM radio didn't come around yeah. until the 60s or 70s. Yeah. Radio's been a thing since the okay. teens and 20s, so it's an AM band. So, so we, you did not stump us on on that particular yeah. part. AM, we, got, we got AM band for sure. Yep. We feel pretty good about New York. I would go with something like WABC or WCBS or W. Now NBC. see, now see, I would, I, I, I guess that like if you're talking first officially licensed, but see, like a lot of new technologies and everything, like with the drones right now, like every, every, everyone has well, a cousin who has a drone the first business. License oh, the first license. Okay, commercial. So yes, I'm gonna go. I, I like that. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, NBC. Okay, so. Ben's official answer is WNBC. Yep. Out of New York and on the AM side. Yep. And maybe what, like 800 on the dial? Let's do it. AM 800. There you go. WNBC. Bing, bing, bing. All right. There we go. All right. All right. Thanks, Pete. Yeah. Have and, a great one. And thanks, Dan. It was it was really awesome listening to uh, all the, the students and getting yeah. their input. Yeah. That was cool. I apologize about my smelly cat voice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. We'll talk at you later.